0: Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot Breathiverse? Welcome back to Hop Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I'm your host, comedian Joel Byers. And in addition to the 400 plus interviews we've done on this show, we do three live streams a week on our YouTube channel. And today's episode is from our weekly Q&A we do every single Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. I'm live on our YouTube channel bringing on guests and even bringing on you, the listeners, in the live chat. So if that sounds fun to you, click the link in the description description of this episode to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and I hope to see you there. Social media is more relevant than ever, especially for comedians, and there's so many comics posting grainy crowd work clips trying to go viral. Um, So, so, sure. (laughs) You're here to help us maybe level up our content game a little bit.
1: Yes, yes, and then, you know, if any of the comedians in the audience... Uh, Want to help me level up my comedy game, or you, Joel? Yeah. But pretty- well,
0: you got—you're like four years in, right?
1: I started like the first time I did it was in high school, senior year. I did like the comedy seller classes, and uh-huh. then, uh, and so like I did like it was like you do like a few weeks of that, and then there's like a bringer show at the end. I did that, and then I did a little bit in college, uh, but like my freshman year, I would like avoid. Like I'd be like, I'd sign up late or I'd get there late hoping to not go up because I was scared or I'd drink, you know, and, and I was also just distracted. I lived on a floor with all my friends, like I'm going to school and stuff. So like, I think like when I I started like really doing it, like probably a year ago now, but wow. But I've been like in the, in the mix of things for, yeah, like four or five years, I'd say.
0: Wow. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm 12 years in. So you're one of these young cats where like, I feel, like, I feel like an old man, like, how does this social media work?
1: Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but you're not like, old. you've just been in stand up a while. You're not old.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I get, well, I'm, yeah, I'm 34. Uh, yeah, so you
1: should understand the, the, the I'm content. Young.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I guess I, I understand it in theory, but then it's like, I mean, dude, I mean, there's times I'm like, most of the time when I'm posting, I'm like, in my kitchen at 9 a.m., like putting together videos to then post, like right after that. Like, there's no oh. real, cons- There's no real like system to make it consistent. Like, I'm just like, well, how about this? How about that? You know, the fortunately for doing this podcast for so long, having over 400 interviews with comedians, and then also on the comedy side having so much stand-up content. Like, I'm I'm sitting at a point where it's like fortunately i have a bunch of content but now it's like well how do i edit it together and what do i post and how often it's like it and then i end up maybe not doing it
1: right yeah yeah no i mean i kind of like don't have a system that much either like the people that know me would say that i'm like you know like i i'm unorganized and stuff too i just when i have it or i'm excited about it i kind of just do it and like i'll have like a list in my notes right now it's like content ideas that like i can like kind of edit up but like for the most part like it's not really you know it's not like i've like set up like a machine or a conveyor belt of content it's kind of just like as as necessary but also like i'm not like you know gary v who i work for always says like post three times a day and like yeah that's like good when you're starting out for sure and, and even when you're still big like i mean even he still does that the but like you know I guess, especially, it's harder for comedians, like, because you don't want to burn all your bits, so that's one thing. But I kind of just post when I have stuff, you know. And so, like, there's times where I'll go a few months without posting to my TikTok, and then, and I'll hear people will be like, "Oh, does that ruin my algorithm?" And like, maybe, like, I, I'm not sure, but like, I've had the the I've had videos succeed after like not doing stuff for months. So, like, when you have stuff, I think you can post it, and you don't have to like overthink the process of getting it there, if that makes sense.
0: Ooh, oh, so you're, you're, you more shoot from the hip. It's not like you have like a library that you're like pulling from.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, podcast stuff, there is for sure a library. Like if you want to systemize it or whatever, like I would definitely, cause like the coolest thing about when I was like Gary V's TikTok editor to me, the coolest thing was like realizing that you can mine content from like, so like this is going to be, you know, an hour long podcast. You can go back and watch it tomorrow on double speed that's what i would do and then i like you know find out little segments that i'm like you get an ear for like the virality when you just because like when i was just editing his tiktoks it's like it's like all right let me watch an hour-long speech and then within that find a minute that i think would be interesting because people like see viral as like some mystical thing you know but to me it you know viral is like dog face that guy that was drinking cranberry juice like where the whole world knows it right but like Getting like a million views, yeah, I guess that's viral, but like it's not like that hard to reach thing that like people think it is. It's just like make something interesting and and for the people, TikToks are a minute, people watch a thousand of them in a day. It's not that hard to get one of yours in there, you know. Mm. So basically, what I learned from editing his TikToks was like, oh, like I could just mine little moments, you start to get like an ear for like what exactly is going to work well. And then usually it's the first sentence, like hooks people some sort of story, really, that's what for me, that's what works story versus like, you know, little one off jokes, like that's harder to make go viral to me than it is like, you know, this happened, and then I did this and then this happened, you know. Um, So like, if you ever have somebody tell you a story on a podcast, that's a great way to make a TikTok because it's like, you can just edit together just the key moments of that story, make it like 30 seconds to a minute, add some graphics. And that that could do really well, and so basically that was a long winded way of saying like, if you do want to itemize it, just say, oh, tomorrow I'm going to watch one of my podcasts on double speed with my you know TikTok earmuffs on and uh-huh. find that moment, you know.
0: Oh, okay. And I have been more consistent on TikTok, very much so, more recently than ever. Like I just started it not that long ago, and then I've started being consistent on there. But that is interesting. I'm I'm a comedian. I do the podcast to be educational, to ask them, how did you book this like late night show? How did you write these jokes for your special? How did you get a manager? Like, but there's funny stories that come out of that. There's bombing stories, there's funny like groupy stories, or just just being a comedian and interviewing them, there's naturally funny moments. So maybe it's looking for, like you said, the funny maybe more interesting moments and not just Ali Sadiq saying, here's how to tell a story, but more of like a moment of Ali Sadiq scaring me. Like there's a moment I'm like, I'm scared. That would be a better moment than him explaining storytelling. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like a science. It's a niche thing. But like, so like I helped produce for some podcasts that like, for example, they had like Joe Rogan on and I was like, told, like, okay, like, basically, you go into it with like, you can frame questions in a way that will do well for TikTok. So you could be like, you know, like you said, what's your worst bombing story? That's an easy one. You could be like, uh, you know, like, the bad idea is like, a first kiss, you know, like, something like that. But like, if you're gonna have a comedian on and you need it to be a universally fun story, you could be like, Oh, you know, tell me about the time you were arrested, or, you know, Know those TikTok style questions, those things that are going to get you a story that's really juicy, and then edit that into a TikTok. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. So it's if- almost
1: like journalism in a way. It's like yeah. how you got to you know poke them, prod from them the stuff that it's like mining in real time. It's like okay, what can I get them to? And so your question has to be like almost like a setup for them to you know uh,
0: to create those moments because I've heard you say like you want to be. Editing TikTok moments. So creating those moments in real time
1: will help find them later too. Yeah, yeah. And TikTok moments, it's just like minute-long things that are interesting. Like, that's the thing. Like, it just be interesting. And like, most of the time, it'll be... It'll get some numbers, you know? If it's just interesting. Like, if it's enough where it's like, oh, I'm curious. Like, I have one of the only podcast clips of my own that have gone viral. Uh, It was like describing a thing that happened on TikTok with me. It was like this Teletubby thing. But basically... And it was, like, shitty quality camera footage. Um, um, and my friend Benji edited it. And it was, like, it was a minute long, and it was just me describing something and then throwing graphics in. And it got, like, 15 million on my YouTube. And it was just, like, yeah. And it's just, again, it's just a story. And it's, like, there's no superfluous sentences. There's no, like, uh, or, like, you know, there's no, like, back and forth like n- unnecessary joke telling it's just like this is what happened and then this happened and this happened and then you cut it and like story yeah and then of course you know like that's what i've seen works like i i have a friend john kennedy who uh he's been posting stand-up clips and they go like mega viral and they're like three minutes long on mm. tiktok and i was like dude if you showed me this and before you posted it i would have said Oh, cut it down to a minute i'd cut this this and this and you got a million likes on it so it's like you know it's not like a guaranteed formula or it's not like the the rules or anything, but that's what I think works for me at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the funny thing is, yeah, what works for one may not work for the other. Yeah. You never oh. know. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Bob said he saw Gary V online. It was at a uh, I guess the GWVL. G- I don't know. Online it was a good conference. Cool. Sick. Coach Tosh said, "Hey everyone, oh she saw the moment when Ali scared me. He's a scary dude. He literally like, I was like a moment. I was like, I'm scared. We're in a hotel room alone right now. Like you
1: could murder me. And
0: did you maybe make I'd that a- viral?
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A confrontation. And then what helps is put some text at the beginning, like huh, I was so scared when this happened, or like this was scroll. scary.
0: Oh, they're yeah. scrolling, see the text, and then that's what's gonna stop the text." And then, like the story after.
1: Yeah, it's like I I say this to everybody too. Is like, if you've ever taken like an English class, yeah, right. I said, if you take like an English, <laughs> that so.
0: I say this every time. But
1: yeah. No, no, yeah, because I feel like I, I feel like uh, I don't know. Like I'm just like, oh, am I beating a dead horse? But I haven't told you yet. So yeah, <laughs> there's like an English class thing. They always say they always say this in English class. Rather when you're like writing an essay, they're like your first sentence has to hook people and then you need like a thesis, you know, that is a little harder to, but basically that you need that hook sentence, whether the, whether that's the, you know, the first two seconds when you scroll onto the video um, and then like you know, like sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know, you scroll and it's like, immediately it's like, Oh my God. Like, like one I saw yesterday, was like a guy flying a paramotor in this guy. He's like, looks like he's 10,000 feet up and there's like a vulture flying underneath him and it lands on his thing. I'm like, right as soon as i scrolled up i'm like whoa like it's just everything about it like was a hook you don't need text you don't need anything right sometimes if it's just a podcast clip the first sentence that's being said should be like hooking you know engaging but also you could throw text on there like on the 15 million one the video i did um uh it's my i think it said like this story was crazy and my open mind comedian friends are always like making fun of me like for my videos, because they're like, this was the craziest open mic I've ever been to, and because like a lot of my videos, like I'll start like that, and I will watch them later. I'm like, oh, I can see why that's cringy, but but uh but then it works. But then you're
0: like, oh, 15 million views, I'll take the cringe for 15 mil.
1: Yeah, because it's just like, you know, you got to get their attention. Some people, right. Wolfgang was like, oh, it seems like you just got to like shake people. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. You just got to shake them and be like, look at this TikTok, you know, like, yeah, that's what it's like sometimes. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Ryan Skrilla just gave us a super chat, too. What's goody? Oh, what does that mean? Let's go. He just tipped uh, five bucks. Oh, shit. That's sick. Thank he you. said, I'm stoked for this episode because I host an interview show talking to comics at restaurants. My short clips do pretty okay. Hashtag hot breath for life. Hey, oh,
1: appreciate
0: you, Ryan. We out you. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll try and give some insights here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ricky Ricardo said hola and Chris O'Connor. Awesome to see Sean on loved his video with Mark Nor- Norman walking through how he writes a joke. I'm glad I'm that's
1: cool that. Uh, thank you. That's
0: sick. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what, and that's, I saw your first one with him and then I saw you did it again. And I was like, and then I looked, I looked into you more and I was like, Oh my, like this, this guy, this is a comedian who clearly has some sort of understanding about social media. And I get asked, all the time from comedians about like social media and creating content and stuff. And I was like, I'm trying to figure it out too. You know,
1: it's like, yeah. no, like, the, well, I've had, um, I've had like two stand up clips go like viral. Um, but like what I, for me, what worked was I like made up two separate stories about like things that happened online. So one was my aunt died and her, the dead aunt. Uh, her Facebook was hacked. So like there was a guy like writing, you know, like DM me, you won or like I'm giving away money and stuff. And so I could Photoshop images on Facebook. And so he like that really brings an extra layer to the, the stand up. And the other one was me, I like I, I was catfished and I made like a profile of some girl. And in that one, I also was Photoshopping, I was screen recording and adding like me doing things. So like, it's very like, It's stand up, but it's like, and it's jokes that I know work and then I do it with them. But like, there is like an extra layer to it. That's like very much TikTokified, if that makes sense. You Oh,
0: for sure. I mean, I have a friend named Ben Palmer, who he's big on TikTok. His name's Palmer Trolls. Yeah. And um, he does like, basically it is like green screen comedy now. Where he trolls on Facebook and then he like posts images of it and he's commenting on it. He tours, he sells out venues now touring around just doing that. And it all popped on uh, TikTok.
1: That's sick. Yeah, that's what's cool about it. It's like, it's like you, there's so many new, like you could. because that's what I'll say to like my friends that I'm doing comedy with. I'm like, oh, you're like funny as hell. Like you could just do crowd work into your phone. Like whether it's like walking down the street and making fun of things and filming it you know, like being like, don't be an asshole, but like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, like, don't like crowd work pedestrians into their face or like, <laughs> or like, or like, um, or just like, but like front facing camera, like, oh, you know what I was saying? Th- this happened to me today. Just tell a story like today, like fucking, uh, I, I got a, a ticket riding a bike to, like two days ago and I was pissed. I was so pissed and I'm like, and I, and I didn't even do this. I wish I did, but like I could have just like opened up the TikTok app and like vented about it in a funny way. And that might go viral or, you know, get a million views or whatever, or even 10,000 or 100,000. And that's like 100,000 potential new people that are like, oh, this guy's funny. So it's weird how like that the, you can be a comedian online without the stage and the microphone and the audience, you know, but mm-hmm yeah, you can even do your bits, but as if it is just,
0: like, a talking head thing. Like, if you oh, have wonderful. a joke, you, you can just talk into your phone and say the joke like you're having a conversation, and it doesn't have to be, like, on stage or whatever. I know.
1: That's, like, that—you've you've, you've, uh, you've hit an interesting thing here, Joel. I always wonder about that. It's, it's like, could you just—like, what is—like, what's the trade-off? I don't know. Like, is it the same thing? Is it the same art form? And, like, it's just—I don't know. It's, like, a weird— interesting, like, place comedy has come to where it's like, Oh, you could do jokes without an audience. And what does that look like? And, and, and then there's the interesting thing is like, every time I have a funny idea, I'm like, is this a TikTok? Is this a stand up bit? Is this a tweet? You know? Yeah. And that's that's, there's
0: so much more for comedians to think about now. It's like, when I started 12 years ago, it was literally like, you got to live on stage, get as funny as possible. And then hope someone sees you or whatever but now it's like like i interviewed like a well-known manager and his literal advice for comedians he's like if someone was starting stand-up today he's like i would tell them first figure out social media and then figure out stand-up like his advice after managing like veteran comics and social media comedians learn social media and then do stand up, not the other way around, because that's where all the leverage is now is in the numbers.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's a polarizing thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> but, for uh, sure. <laughs> but, but, but no, but I, I see where like, it's interesting because I have a friend that was like, oh, you know, I'm ugly and I feel like hot comedians, that are girls get up quicker or whatever. And I'm like, you know, whether that's true or not, like, one thing you can control in this day and age, which is so cool to me, is is the social media thing. Mm-hmm. And as it, whether it's sad to you or not, like a lot of followers is like a, a big pair of tips to people. Like they're like, oh okay, like let me see. Like now I'll look at you. You know, now now I'm interested in what you have to say. So, mm-hmm. and that like people get mad too. They're like, oh, Addison Ray, she's acting in something when you know, there's plenty of actors that have been studying it for years. And it's like, I do understand the frustration, but I'm like, yeah, but she commodified herself. Like, or she like made it worth. Cause like now she's bringing value beyond her acting, which is like, Oh, people are going to watch this because she's in it, you know? Like, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a like that. I just think it's like, it's like the one thing you could control. It opens doors for you that otherwise would have had to been open for you. By somebody else, I think. Exactly,
0: and complaining isn't going to change anything. So yeah. you might as well put that energy you would spend complaining towards things you can't control, which is the output you're doing, what you're working on. Like complaining about what other people have is not gonna get you further along at all. It's just gonna hold you back.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it's like people aren't like, they're not watching you all the time, you know what I mean? Like it's like you kinda, it's like peacock feathers. You gotta like stand out somehow. And like if your mm. comedy is doing it right away, you're gonna to have to figure out a different way, I guess. Like, uh, I don't know.
0: Oh, and Big O said we here, and Kimberly Cruz said thank you all so much for your time. We appreciate the words of wisdom. Thank you, Sensei Joel. Omg. Okay. Ooh. We out you. So. Oh, we-
1: you got I was like, whoa! It sounded like you had an audience in there, Oh
0: yeah, yeah. We got we got a few. We got a few sounds over
1: here. <laughs>
0: But uh, we appreciate everyone for hanging out with us. If you have questions for Sean, please feel free to put them in the chat, and he'll be happy to answer them. We are—he is—he's um, worked with Gary Vaynerchuk before, and now creates for one of Gary's companies, 137 PM. And Gary's a big fan of comedy. He talks about comedy a lot, but he seems to be more in the hip hop. He needs to be showing us these uh, up and coming comics more shine. He's not really.
1: I know. Well, I guess maybe it's because he, un- maybe he understands rap more or he like music is something you can listen to passively. And Gary's such a busy guy. Right. I don't think he ever had the time to like watch and, and gauge or, or judge upon comedians. You know what I mean? Cause it's like you, you, you barely, every minute of his day is like scheduled out. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I do know. I know what you mean though. Like, but yeah, the music is just like you could listen to that while you're like doing a, another thing. Exactly. I can't really listen to comedy and, and 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 conduct business, you know.
0: Yeah, you you were so close to the sun. Like what what did you learn being in his orbit? Like what did you learn and what like yeah, what what's it like in there?
1: I it's pretty cool. Like I, I don't, you know, like, like like I said he's busy a lot, but like he's like super nice. Uh he's like he's the guy you see in the content like Um, and yeah, I've definitely learned a ton of shit. Like, it's just like mostly about content and just like how to, how to like package it. Cause like his team, team Gary, which I was on for a little while, like are just like machines. Like they just understand it so well. Like, especially his TikTok editor, Dustin, like it's just like, they like, know they have an eye for it. They know how to like remove anything that's not necessary or like you know, move things around. That was the cool thing about editing Gary is it's like, he might say something here and then he says something way over here in the video. And like, you might put the thing that he said over here before this thing. It's like writing an essay with his words, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. So like I learned a lot about editing and like just like catching people's attention through TikTok and like stuff like that. And there's probably way more I've learned that I'm just like blanking on, but those are like the, 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 Meat and potatoes of like social media stuff I've learned, you know.
0: Of course, yeah. That's what. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't looking for anything salacious. More of like what what we can yeah, apply yeah. as like what's the tea, yeah. Sean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more about what yeah. we can learn and apply for our own like. Actually, a lizard you know?
1: person, you know. That's a real conspiracy. He's one of them. I, I had no you say. Idea. A lizard person? Yeah, yeah. Like crazy. That's all real, and so
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. That's the TikTok
1: moment. Gary Vee's a lizard. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be, and then just like I'm at home later. Like, why did I say? (laughs) Why did I say that? And also teach him how to make TikToks. Yeah, (laughs) my own grave.
0: But I I love that thinking of it, and not like, and when you think of TikTok moments, because my brain is thinking in the like the podcast world of how I can share more compelling podcast content, and. But I mean, what do you think on TikTok? Like, if I'm putting mostly these podcast clips out, is it going all in on a certain thing, or is me weaving in stand-up clips? Like, I guess, I guess more is more. I guess. Or well, would you oh, stick to one oh, or the I'm other?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, put in, put in everything. I mean, put it, in it, everything. What, what is the name? Is it, is it Joel? It's Joel Byers comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So put it all in there. Okay. Yeah. And then like, if you, here's what I, like, I would only start to like maybe overthink that sort of stuff when you have a following that's pretty big. I don't know what, do you have a big following on there? Like, could, that is going to be like pissed off that you're no I'm it?
0: figuring it out. We're at like, we're at like 900 right now, baby. Yeah. No, so if if I'm, eight, I'm,
1: 880. I just like virtually open mic it, you know, and figure out what works and stuff. And cool. I would like, uh, because now that I have a big following on TikTok, like it does become a little harder to post cause I'm like, like nervous, I guess, cause I'm like, oh shit, like f- 5,000 people will see it within like 20 minutes. And like, that's pretty, it's pretty weird, you know? And so, uh, but if you're like, when, or when I first started, like I was like doing what I told you before, which was like venting into my phone and posting it and seeing what would work. So just try it all.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And speaking of trying it all, we have a few people with questions and those of you watching right now, we're at 20 strong, everyone, hit that thumbs up button, let the Algo know we in rhythm, and share this video. Share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Let these peeps know that we out you. We're comedy's best kept secret, man. There's just so much sauce going on here. So much. So much. So, the first question we have here, looks like from Harry Pike from across the pond. He um, says, how do you create content without getting stuck staring at a screen endlessly scrolling?
1: Oh, well, that's that's a great question because it's like the tools we use are like designed to distract us. It's, you know, like, like no hammer is like telling you before you hit a nail, like, oh, you know, Elon Musk just tweeted this, you know, like, so that's what sucks about like. But basically, you don't need the phone for the ideation phase. So like if you're like coming up with the ideas, like, I mean, it depends. I'm not sure what Harry's making, but if it's like, if it's just like content in general, like you're trying to do comedy stuff that doesn't have to be on stage. Like then I would just kind of like watch, watch people you like for like an hour and then like put your phone, lock it away and just go walk somewhere pace and just like, think of like, or just sit in one spot and then think of things like, so I have like a, I have like a different a few different notepads. Now I've been doing more stand up ideas. I used to do like TikTok ideas, but um, it would just be like, like I got that ticket on the bike yet the other day. And I'm like, Okay, that could be a stand up bit. And I'm like, okay, oh, also be a TikTok. And so basically any idea you have throughout the day, like write them down and look at your phone mm-hmm. less. Because uh, uh, veritasium, I think is the way you say the YouTube, but there was like a video it was like, Oh, they did a study on people that were bored versus people that were not bored like they just bored the shit out of a bunch of people and they tried to make these two groups of people you know the ones that were not bored and the ones that were create stuff and apparently the people that were bored for like an hour created better or they were more creative you know i don't know how they test that you know but (laughs) but uh, but uh, i trust this youtube channel he's like a bit you guys have seen him for sure but basically purposefully bore yourself just let your mind wander think of stuff and then yeah and then just try shit like that the, re- the way i got into tiktok was i literally my roommates weren't home and i was like ah you gotta do this you gotta ah. and then i'm like that was stupid and i'll delete that and then i'm like anybody else think about this and then i, I did one i was like this is how incredibles 3 should go and that got like five hundred thousand views it was just my so just any thoughts and here's another thing something you would tell your friend, if you're gonna text your friend something, like an opinion you have on pop culture, instead of telling your friends, like treat your phone like it's your friend, be like, oh yeah, fuck, I was thinking about this today. You know, like, yeah. If you want to like be that sort of content creator, like that's how I got into it. It was like, oh, isn't Bill Gates weird or, you know, whatever, whatever your thought is, like say it into the camera and try it and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I think that's a lot of resistance is like that fear uh like even like record i recorded one a selfie video to promote this on TikTok, and i i was i was just like kind of whispering it just doing it like it just feels weird there is a fear but it's probably one of those things like stand up the more you do it the better you get the more confident you get in you just have to
1: do it and also like the like be like take comfort in the fact that nobody's gonna see it if it's a bad video like TikTok is designed to only promote good videos you know facts yeah 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 and so, cause this is, and also this is how people scroll. Like if you do, look, it's like, I feel bad cause this is my friend. So I'll like it before I scroll away from <laughs> But it's like, uh, it's like, nah, nah, yeah. Nobody's watching like, they don't scroll onto your video and they're like, oh, Joel, what are you doing? <laughs> is, he, is he whispering? Why is he whispering? This? Like nobody watches content like that. Like, so right. basically unless it's so bad that like, it's like the room, like the room went viral because it's that bad, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It won't be. And even if it did, like, you could fucking turn that into better content by like, like the kid that asked Logan Paul for a job, like immensely embarrassing, like flopped mega hard on, on TikTok, got like 15 million views. But now he's crushing it. He's doing, like, videos. He's got, like, like, thousands of women in his comments. Like, oh, my God, he's so sexy. So, like, basically, if you get, like, there's nothing to be afraid of.
0: Mm. Yeah. And you got you got to work with Gary V because didn't you just ask him for a job on social media or something like that?
1: I did a few times. I ended up getting it, like, uh, at a point where I didn't even want it because I, like, in, like, in a way where only because I was, like, kind of now succeeding on TikTok, but I was like depressed about a girl and I was like not making videos. So I was like, and they were like, hey, do you want to edit TikToks from home? And you know, like it's starting out, it's like a, a starting wage is not that great. And like, because you know, it's an entry level job. And I'm like, uh, but then I, I enjoyed it because I learned so much and all these people are really great. And then but I did end up telling them like the part I really didn't enjoy about it was because I wanted to make my own content, you know, like right. as much as it inspires me and like I think he's a genius like I don't want to work for him. He inspires me like you know like people don't it's like oh Socrates thinks cool things but I don't want to be his assistant. I don't know that's a bad example but like Socrates but we, now he's not a lizard he's Socrates now. we went from, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I thought Socrates because I'm looking at like this poster of all these like never mind. No, it makes <laughs> sense.
0: It's like yeah he inspires you to want to create your own things
1: not to create yeah. someone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right.
1: And so I'm editing all this stuff and I'm like, I'm just like watching videos of him. He's like, you need to quit your job and do things you love. And I'm like, this is, you're, you're, you're the person that gave me the job, you know? Right, right, right. But you learned so, a lot from it. Yeah. yeah. And so I told him that and he thought it was funny. He's like, well, if you go to this other media company, I think you could really thrive doing your own thing. And I was like, all right. And so it's been really awesome. Like, I love it there. So it was like a blessing not in disguise. Like I wasn't like a, I was just kind of like ah I want to do my own thing. But again, you know, blessing in disguise. So yeah.
0: and now you get to create for one thirty seven another one of his companies. So it all worked out. Hell nice.
1: yeah.
0: Let's get into um let's get into some more questions here. And just out of curiosity, cool. I've heard you say to like learn TikTok. It's like consume TikTok as well. And like based on what you've heard me talking about with what I'm trying to do, are there any accounts you would recommend me checking out? um
1: yes the probably the flagrant podcasts okay Um, even mark norman's like we might be drunk um just podcasts i would definitely check out podcast tiktoks um you know little sasquatch he's on uh, barstool i think he's got a pretty full podcast i check out his oh cody co his is they always have viral stuff um what else would i say I would definitely check out those ones for podcasting because it's like the difference between a podcast clip and most TikTok videos is most TikTok videos, people are talking to you or the video is made from a camera phone. Like it's like made in a way where it's like, yeah, most TikToks are like I'm being talked to, but podcast clips are are, I'm watching two people talk to each other. So that's why I'd say look at podcast stuff. And then I'd say look at, um my my buddy John Kennedy but it's John is toasted uh is his TikTok because he's got a bunch of stand up success Long Island Dirt she's my friend from school and she is really good at what I was saying she does the fucking crowd work in the street she's like will be it's raining outside and she's like got her headphones in and she's like Brooklyn is like this and it goes mega viral and people love her cuz she's hilarious but it's just it's low effort content in the sense that like, she's not going home and editing it. You know, she's not like pre planning it. She's just having fun on the street. Right. So, so check out that stuff. Perfect. Um, Yeah.
0: Cool beans. All right. Next question here from, uh, Kimberly Cruz. Uh, Hey, Sean, if you could tell yourself the first time before you went on stage, anything Knowing what you know now, what would you tell
1: yourself? Oh, that's cool. That's a cool question. I want to hear your answer as well, Joel. Hmm. Um...
0: Mine would be have fun. I think I I still have to remind myself to have fun on stage and not be like, well, I've got this set list and I've gotta I gotta get to this and I have this new tag here and I like uh, then I like. I'm, like, super stiff. Now, there's something, too. Yes, you want to be prepared and have jokes. But it's, like, remember to have fun. Lower the bar. You're at an open mic at 4 p.m. at a coffee shop. If the joke doesn't work, just have fun with it. Don't hate yourself after. Like, it took me several years to start actually having fun in this game. So, that's something that has really been a breakthrough for me is, like, just having fun with it and, you know, working hard, but just having fun and enjoying the process more than just – every show or every joke is life or death
1: yeah absolutely I, I same thing i think i would just say like no nobody cares as much <laughs> as you yeah. nobody cares as much as you do you know that's what true. i mean like yeah worst that's gonna be for you is like bored like they're gonna especially at an open mic nobody's gonna be like cringing at you secondhand embarrassment where because that's what's cool is like you do enough stand-up not or like especially open mics you not only do you get used to bombing you get used to watching people bomb to where you're not like embarrassed for them so basically the worst it's going to be is somebody will be bored and nobody's going to think about it after the mic you're the only one that's going to think about it so again have fun because nobody cares yeah
0: boom kaboom um let's see next question um oh bobby brought up how tiktok is just spyware um
1: maybe maybe very possible
0: i they i feel like they literally all are so it's like i don't know
1: i'm deep in i'm i'm part of the i'm part of the machine now
0: that's what took me so long to even get on tiktok though because i was like "It's, it's spyware and then i was just like all right what is what's the difference i mean like
1: yeah. Well, then it gets you a job, and people recognize you in the street, and that—that's when it, when I
0: started having friends selling tickets from it. I was like, huh?
1: Yeah. So yeah. yeah, some girl in London DM me like, "You're awesome." I'm like, "Oh, you're you're hot." So that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Cool." I mean, spy on me all you want, TikTok. I mean, yeah, I guess that, Yeah, it's
0: it is preference. It's personal preference, though. Yeah, don't want to do it. You don't have to for sure. Um. Big O said, I'm thinking of, of starting to rant about work and how pissed I get. Any tools you would recommend for editing? Are there any editing tips like sound or transitions? Do you reshoot or one take?
1: Um, that's a great question. I, If you have a laptop, I, would, I love Premiere. Mm. Um, a little bit of a learning curve, but really it's pretty easy. Um, but I would say to remove the barrier of entry to start, just film and TikTok. They give you a lot of powerful editing tools. Like, you know, try not to add anything that's unnecessary. Like rant, be funny, but like, don't, uh, you know, if the way I edit TikToks is I'm like, if I can remove it, I will, if that makes sense. But yeah, just rant into your phone, start there. And then once you get the feel for what's working, what's, cause you're you're gonna get at least a hundred views, right? So if you're getting a hundred views for the first 10 videos, be like, okay, this isn't working for some reason and then start to adapt. But then when you want to go into editing, I would say InShot has some really good phone stuff. So if there's this kid American Baron on TikTok that's really, really talented. And he edits everything on InShot on his phone. But um Premiere is also a great thing. And sometimes I'll film in TikTok and then screen record it so that I can edit in Premiere from there. Cause they have oh. like I like their text or I like uh their green screen effect. I don't know that you can really get that anywhere. they kind of have an app somewhere else by now, but I'll I'll use their green screen. So I could be like, you know, in front of like some image and like, look at this guys. Um, Yeah, so just, I would say remove all barriers of entry to start, rant, edit within TikTok. Then if you want to move on to InShot or Premiere, that's a a great thing to try.
0: Yeah, CapCut is another good app I've been using. And you can also add uh, subtitles in that one as well. Um, and that's a, that's a free app. You can do a lot of cool free stuff in a cap cut is another good app. Um, but, uh, when you say removing unnecessary things, it's like pauses, or you taking a breath or if you're in a ramp for 60 seconds, but really 40 of it is good. You can like cutting out all the dead air basically, and just getting to the, the, the juicy, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Like, um, Like, because I I remember I cut the podcast that I first did with Mark uh, Norman. And it was like, I was approaching it with the TikTok edit style, which is like, yeah, literally all dead air. And all the comments were like, oh, dude, I like watching podcasts. Like, why are you removing all the little moments of like, and so I was like, all right, cool. Like, that was good feedback. But on TikTok, that is necessary where it's like, it's got to be quick because like the whole way TikTok determines if something is, and YouTube shorts and Instagram reels at this point, I imagine is it's like it's all about watch time. So it like basically doesn't average like you're, on YouTube, you can look at the, the percentage. So I notice usually when it's like 80% and above is when it goes viral watch time. So hmm. so like, if you have people scrolling away right at the start, like the video is going to be a flop, you know. Um, so you really want to make sure you hold their attention through the whole thing. And that's why I say story is great. Like if you have a 62nd video, you playing guitar, that's hard to keep somebody watching you for 60 seconds on an app that's going to be like, make you laugh every video, you know? So that, you know, that's why story is easy. Cause of a story at 60 seconds is it's like, if you hook me at the beginning and I want to know what the end is, I have to watch the whole video. Right.
0: Cool beans. Um, good questions peeps. Um, we have Jarrett Moore are you worried your niche of inside baseball comedy dissection is mostly going to be interesting to comedians, the only people that will not pay money to see live comedy shows? <laughs> and I like the show, but does it help you sell on the road? So, I mean, that's part of talking to Sean is figuring out how to do content marketing to get like more comedy fans involved in the show because the comedy fans that find it love it and they binge it but right now, everything has been marketed as, like, for comedians, by comedians. Like, I haven't really made a conscious effort to package it in a way that is more, like, inside the actor studio for comedians. Like, comedy's booming, and I think there is definitely an appetite for how the comedy is made. But I, I, right now, it's all just been marketed to comics, for comics, and that's just well, kind of been what it is so i
1: think the easiest way to circumvent that is just like there's like a perfect balance i think where it's like like people love bombing stories like nobody whether you're a coming a comedy fan or not or you like inside baseball or not that is a like we all love a good bomb story so it's like if i was you i'd make sure to have like you know if i'm interviewing bill burr i'm going to be like oh tell me about your worst bomb first of all that's a TikTok. Because most people love Bill Burr, even if you're like a 15 year old kid in high school on TikTok, they know who Bill Burr is. Like they're gonna be like, "Oh, let me see this story," you know? So I would ask questions like that. I'd ask questions like, "Hey, do girls ever come up to you after the show? Like, you know, do um, fucking you ever get in a fight after? Like, do people uh, have people ever offended at of things you said? Like, interesting questions like that are still inside baseball, but they're like universally interesting." So you don't have to say, and you could still be like, oh, how do you write? All that stuff is cool. And it might not have as much universal appeal, but the people that do find your pod through the TikTok will for sure like that stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's encouraging you said that because one of the benchmark questions is literally asking them their worst bombing story. Like I've asked that pretty much throughout the entire life of the podcast. So basically every episode has that story from the comedian.
1: I would go through every pod you've ever had where you asked that question and I would be like same format, tell me your worst bomb story and or start with them already telling the story. So it was like, uh, you know, so like the first frame of the TikTok is like them like, uh, well, I was in Canada and like the text is like, quote quotes, what was your worst bomb story or something like that. I would do that for every pod you've done make it like 45 seconds to a minute long, or shorter if it if it can be. And I would just try that for every pod and I would make like 20 TikToks. However many times you've asked that question is how many TikToks I would make. Would you say in the text to
0: make it like Mark Norman's worst bomb or is it sufficient for them to see Mark Norman and then the text just says like my worst bomb?
1: Um, so that like, that's where it's interesting because he's on like the cusp of like, like he's pretty famous now, you know? So you can say his name. But sometimes mm, right. you can do it like like there's a the video of Norm MacDonald and he's like he's like heckling the basketball player. You know that video? I forget the guy's oh, name.
0: Oh, at the new press conference?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And the title was like Norm or it was the title was Comedian Makes and then it was the basketball player's name laugh. And people were like, oh, why wouldn't the title be? And I was like, well, it makes more sense because it has more clickability if i'm on youtube not all the kids on youtube or all the people on youtube know who norm is yeah and and if you have like you could have even had comedian makes basketball player laugh that, but then it's a little too niche but I, I think if you have both if you have both of their names then you've like casted out a lot of people but if it's comedian makes this guy laugh then it's like it opens people up to they know it's a comedian and they know he made this basketball player laugh so basically what i'm saying is like mark I might say comedian tells his worst bomb story. And if you know Mark and he's in the first frame, that's a hook because you already know his name. You know what I'm saying? Whereas you don't need to say Mark. We already know it's Mark if we know who he is. So you could say comedian's worst bomb. But if it was like Chappelle, who is like, you know, probably at least 10 times more famous, like you could say Chappelle's worst bomb. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, so that's up to you You just gotta gauge how famous is the comedian And how Mm -hmm. universal is their their name That makes perfect sense
0: Yeah, comedy, like How big we think the world is Like, you know, I I could Tell my wife, Sam Murill Was on the show, and she'll be like Is that who?
1: Yeah, you gotta be like a comedy fan
0: It's got, yeah, you still, even at his level You know, there is still that Like, ah, right, cool um, and that makes me even think, because the the podcast wasn't always video. I mean, the vast majority has been. Maybe the first 150 episodes were audio. Do you think it would play, if it's audio, but it's like images of the comedian, how they do like the quick pop images, or would you say video only, really? That's less uh, editing if it's not all those images, too. Oh, oh,
1: I see, I see. I would start with the video.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'm creating a problem I don't even have. I'm like, now I'm like trying to overthink my way out of executing on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Well, it's
1: like a lot of time. And you're like, all right, Joel, I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. No, val- we'll validate it with the video. And yeah, that'll be a good.
1: Yeah. yeah, just, and then you'll see that. I think even like, it could be like a guy that quit comedy already. And if it's like people love a good bomb story. Like I'm going to, and it's a good hook. I'm like, Oh shit. I want to know. Cause it's a story about embarrassment. And like those, I always see that on YouTube, like destroys heckler or whatever. Like, yeah. so I would start there for sure. Roger that captain.
0: Um, so let's see. Maybe we have one more here. Um, Oh, and, uh, just to follow up on Jarrett, he was wondering about me selling tickets um, the cool side effect of this has been um, I'm actually getting booked by listeners of the podcast. So, like, I'm, I'm doing a gig in Portland in that's July that's like, it's like a legit gig. Like, it, there's a deposit, and there's travel covered, and, like, it's like a real gig, you know? So, it's like maybe not like a Joel Byers fan base, but when I go do these shows... I'm sure to like connect with the people and build a fan base. And I've been able to build a fan base through getting booked through people on the podcast and stuff. So I think that's only going to become more and more prevalent as people continue to develop as comedians. And I mean, I've had several people like reach out early on who then like go. um, There's a there's a comedian in Hawaii named Tamua who reached out to me a few years ago. And now he's like the biggest social media comedian out of Hawaii and he's selling out theaters everywhere. And like, I've got to open for him doing that. So there's, there's opportunities that have come beyond just like, oh, but am I selling tickets or not? So
1: yeah. And like, there's like, they're also investment, like, like two things. One, make sure if you make TikToks, put them on YouTube shorts. Cause like I've had videos bomb on TikTok. And then the weird thing about, okay, TikTok, you know, right away, if it's going to do well, YouTube, I've had videos. Seven months later, well, actually one, I posted a year ago. All of a sudden now, it's shooting up. It's getting like a million views when it had none. So like YouTube is like this strange thing where it's like you could get a video recommended from 10 years ago randomly. Like that's the weird thing about its algorithm. And so put everything on there. And the other thing I wanted to say about what you were just saying was, like you said, every guest is like, it's almost like an investment. Like if I go on to be you know, I'm not saying I'm gonna but like, let's say I become like this huge comedian one day, like people then are going to find this video when I do become big. And it's like, then you get a ton of views. And they're like, Well, who is Joel, you know, he made me laugh all of a sudden. And then, then they go look at your stand up. That's also on your YouTube. So I, I it's like, uh I had the benefit of actually getting my YouTube clout up or whatever pretty quickly because of the TikTok algorithm that they built built into it recently. And then mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, you should utilize. But it's a long game for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um,
0: so why bother? Uh, Bobby said, my problem is when I expect the same nobodies will show up to TikTok that never show up like any other post on all social media accounts I have. Why bother when no one follows?
1: Uh, well, I'm confused. Like nobody follows. I think she's
0: saying I don't really have any followers anyway. So why would I try to go get them somewhere else? Sounds like Bobby's being hard on herself. Let's give Bobby some credit first off.
1: Yeah, and also Bobby, the the beautiful thing about TikTok is you could post a video with zero followers and it will show it to, or it can show it to, uh, you know, upwards of 30 million people or more like, because the algorithm is designed, here's how it works. You post a video and TikTok shows it to X number of people and that is a, a test pool. And it's like, okay, a hundred people watched it 80% of the way through, you know, some of them shared it, some of them liked it. So that was really good. We're gonna show it to a thousand people now. And based on how well it does with them, it shows it to ten thousand, shows it to a million, a hundred thousand, it keeps going. So that's the beauty of TikTok, is it doesn't feel like you're shouting it to a void. It feels like you get you get to it's like the best kind of open mic because it's like it, like the amount of views you get is almost in a way like the laughs that you're trying on stage. Like it's like, Oh shit, it's showing it to people. It must be good content. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean everything that gets put up Like that doesn't mean like it's bad content if it doesn't do well, but most of the time in my experience, like people will show me things like, ah, oh, what did I do wrong? Like, did I make the caption? Like, did I post at the wrong time? Was it nighttime? And I had to have my underwear on backwards. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like no, like it just wasn't, it didn't, People didn't watch it. They were bored. Like, you just didn't just try again, you know? Like, and so that, not always. Like, I've seen videos where I'm like, damn, okay, I don't know. I thought that would have done well, you know? But for the most part, that's the beauty of TikTok or, or the algorithm that, you know, all these apps have created, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, is it's rewarding good content.
0: Yeah. And I think, and she mentioned like the lack of likes. It's like, honestly, like, I think creating for the likes is what makes it not fun. It's like literally creating things that are fun to create. Like we talked about with stand up, have fun doing the stand up, create content that's fun to you. So even if there isn't that big return in this virality, you still had fun doing the creative process of this piece of content. So creating it yeah. from that earnest source I feel like we'll just make the whole process more enjoyable and the lack of likes or whatever will probably actually have an inverse effect where you having fun doing it people can feel that in the content and that'll make it more more engaging really
1: I and mean, even more so than the numbers one of the things I love too is uh like when it does do well like it's not the likes it's the comments so it's like cuz it feels like if there if you do something funny a lot of times you'll realize, like, the, the hive mind of the internet at, gives you tags or, like, comments, hilarious things. And it feels like you're collaborating with strangers. Like, you've mm. just, like, made this. Like, you've put up this this Christmas tree and they're all, like, hanging their ornaments on it. That's a really good feeling. Um, but the likes, the number, that, it begins to feel like a video game. Or, like, like, it kind of goes away. Like, I said this on one podcast where it's, like, it feels like numbers in a video game. Like, it's, like, you don't really... it it can feel like sort of fake after a while but like the the community presence like the interaction you get with people that's what's cool and like and, and and posting things you're like proud of or like like you said where you have like fun making it that's what makes it more fun because i have seen a lot of people just like post things that like or they like you know they do one video where they like i don't know they eat a tide pod or whatever the the thing is and then it's like the rest of their account is just hey guys eating a tide pod again today it's like <laughs> just cuz they know it, like that can't be fulfilling you know right. i mean like we're, we're artists right so like maybe for us we have like a deeper a deeper longing for but for the most most sane people will not find famil- fulfillment in just getting viral views because I'll see people too. They're like on the street of New York and somebody's getting in a fight or like there's a weird dog. Or yesterday, my friend, he was like, there was a guy playing cello and a kid was was like doing the bow for him. And he was doing And it was like the cutest thing I've ever seen. And we walked past. He's like, that would have been a viral TikTok. I'm like, yeah, it probably would have been. He's like, oh, I'm sleeping, bro. And I'm, like, <laughs> why? I'm like, why do you care? Nobody's going to say, nobody's going to see that and say, I gotta I gotta know who was holding the camera you know like it doesn't <laughs> you like that's a thing you can enjoy like yeah if it, if it excites you to share it for the world because it's a beautiful human moment that's cool but he was like ah, I could have had views I'm like why do you care if the, like yeah I, I could film a fire and get views or like you're just a journalist at that point you're not an right. artist anymore. yep yeah
0: Well, uh, Sean, thank you so much for doing this, man. Um, Seriously. And at the buzzer, is TikTok on a 24-hour cycle, says Bob Kirk. Meaning, like, can you post anytime? I don't know. Bob's old, so I'm not sure what he means
1: by that. But he's on TikTok posting a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, Bob. Well, power to you, Bob. Uh, Yes, it is. You can post anytime. And old people, (laughs) when you talk to the camera or whatever it is, if you're being funny or give advice, I feel like that's... It's a built in hook because it's like like my friend did a video where he interviewed like a male lady and the built in hook is it's like, oh, why is this male lady like you can just see the uniform? It's like, what am I about to see? Old people are built in hooks a lot of the time. It's like, why is this old guy on TikTok? What's he got to say? Yeah. So, yeah, but it is. Here we are. You're old, Bob. he didn't even ask about his age. And here we are talking <laughs> <laughs> He just want to know when it's. <laughs> but yeah, Bob, it's always going. You can post whenever.
0: Hilarious. so uh where please tell people where they can follow you and um like check out all you have going on and again thanks for doing this
1: oh yeah this is uh this is my name here sean malay and you can post me uh or you can find me on uh youtube instagram tiktok twitter as well but i don't i don't really that's where i'm the worst at social media so you know you can follow me if you want there but uh yeah and if you have questions like comments about stuff like this if you want more advice like if you dm me most of the time i will respond and be like yeah yeah here's my advice so feel free to reach out and um yeah beautiful beautiful
0: yeah and i will uh post the links to his social media on the podcast episode as well for peeps listening to this later but this was a live stream part of the q a's we do every single wednesday at 5 p.m on our youtube channel so definitely join these live and get your question answered by dope people like sean and sean heck yeah Thank you so much for your time, my friend, and thank you, Hop Breathiverse, for hanging out. We will see y'all on the next one. There it is, Hop Brethren and Sister, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we're doing three live streams a week. It's linked in the description, and if you have already subscribed, share the channel so my wife doesn't make me get a real job. Thanks.